0: Keeping up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones Podcast Adventure is brought to you by TKM Incorporated. This company located in Moss, Tennessee, specializes in erosion control, hydro seeding, hydromulch, silt fence. They do minor excavation work, and they also provide traffic control and construction signs. Their mission is keeping people safe. Their passion is wishing that all men could be saved. TKM stands for the Kings Men. If you'd like to contact the Kings Men, you can contact them at 931 243 3958. 931 243 3958. Or you may email them at TKM Inc. 2001 at TWX.net. That is TKM Inc. 2001 at TWX.net. The Kings Men in partnership. With Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. SJL General Contractor is a full construction company that primarily focuses on civil construction and asphalt sales in the Huntsville and Fayetteville regions. Services they provide include but are not limited to road construction, asphalt material, underground utilities, site work and demolition. They employ heavy equipment operators, concrete finishers, pipe layers and CDL dump truck drivers. If you would like for this company to work for you on your project or if you'd like to work for them as an employee of this family-owned business, you can contact them at 931-433-4660. That is 931-433-4660 or www.sjnl.com That's www.sjnl.com SJNL General Contractor is a sponsor of Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones Podcast Adventure. We were on stage again, uh, and we were doing our version of Celebrity Jeopardy. Now, when I say we, I'm referring to the uh, the group of guys called the SWAT Team. Now, this particular SWAT team stands for Skits with a Truth. Uh, I was part of that SWAT team before I was ever a part of the the actual SWAT team in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, That SWAT team stands for Special Weapons and Tactics. This other SWAT team stands for Skits with a Truth. And I love and respect all the guys on both teams. But as we've said before, you don't want the guys who do skits trying to rescue your hostages. And you don't want the guys rescuing your hostages doing skits at your youth rally. Everyone you've ever known would lose their jobs. Okay. Anyway, we're on stage and we're playing Celebrity Jeopardy. And so everybody's imitating somebody else. And Ben is the narrator and Travis is one of the contestants. Actually, Travis is pretending to be Ben. And I don't know who Ben is pretending to be. But it confused everybody because everybody gets Ben and Travis confused anyway. But anyway, Ben reads the question, name one of the X-Men. Travis buzzes in and shouts, Bruce Jenner. The audience erupted with laughter. And we got a nasty gram from a homeschool Nazi mom who thought we were not being as sensitive as maybe we should have been. And inappropriate humor aside, Travis Creasy is the X-Man. He he is listed in my phone as the X-Man. You see, we were getting ready to go do this uh, performance in Dallas, Texas, and we were performing at Challenge Youth Conference, the Dallas version. It's not as well attended as CYC in Gatlinburg, where Gatlinburg will have, you know, or Pigeon Forge will have, you know, 10, 12, 15,000 people. The, the Texas group will only have, you know, four or 500. But anyway, we were getting ready to go, and Michael Rosenblum, Uh, One of our guys, his wife was expecting a baby and he couldn't leave town. And so we had found somebody to kind of fill in and and play some minor roles and do some fill-in work for Michael. And then we had another guy working with us. And all of a sudden, the day before the trip, this fill-in person gets the flu and they can't go to Dallas with us. Now, our trip to Dallas is, is, because CYC Dallas is a smaller venue, you know, we don't get the perks of being flown in. We drive a van out there. So we're going to be in a van, and to save costs, the 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 Skit guys that are going to travel with these two guys named Ben and Travis. And we were using Ben in the Skit group anyway. And so we said, you know what, why don't we just use Travis. We're going to be in a van for 10 hours. We can teach Travis what we need him to do in order to make this uh, skit performance go in, in Dallas. And now, what you've got to understand is you're riding on a van, and we've got 10 hours. We're, we're going to drive out on Thursday. We're going to be there Friday. We're going to perform on Saturday. So we're riding on this van, and and we're reading Travis into our uh our version of drama. Now we're not professional actors by any way, shape or form. Nobody's theatrically trained. And, and really what we do, a, a real actor told me what you're using is a thing called skeleton scripts. We don't have an actual printed out script. We have a formula that the, the skit begins this way. And there's a formula that says the skit ends this way. And, and And there's specific language we like to use in our closing lines and everything in the middle of that is improv. You know, if if Michael and I do a skit together, it looks different than if me and Travis do a skit together or if me and Ben do a skit together. And and so not not only are you basically saying, hey, we want you to do this, but you're going to have to make some of it up as you go. But Travis goes with us and, and our performance goes very well. It's very, very well received. And it's a successful weekend. And so we're driving home and I'm driving and everybody else in the van is either preoccupied or asleep and Travis is in the shotgun seat, and as we're driving out, going home from this thing in Dallas, Travis says, you know, I feel like an obscure X-Man, and I'm not really super familiar with the x men And so I said, Travis, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, you know, you watch an X-Man movie or you watch, read an X-Man's comic book, and, and what happens is that the main guys, the guys that everybody knows, they'll get in trouble, and then this obscure X-Man with special powers that nobody's ever heard about shows up and saves the day. He goes, that's what I was this weekend. I was the obscure X-Man who <laughs> rescued the real X-Man. And from that day forward, Travis Creasy's been my X-Man. He's in my phone listed as X-Man Travis Creasy. He's in my uh, email at, contacts as X-Man Travis Creasy. Because see, not only did Travis literally save the day for our guys doing the skits that weekend, Travis is a legit superhero. He has endured difficulties in life. He was raised as a, uh, a parent, a single parent. He's got a brother who's in a wheelchair and has never walked and never will walk. And Travis has endured and, and, and has this positivity in his attitude and this outlook on life that is unbelievable. And so he and his, his beautiful wife, Whitney, uh, decided that they were going to foster some children. And, and in fostering these children, they decided, hey, these children need to become permanent fixtures in our lives. So they decided to adopt these two children. In the middle of this process, they found out Travis has leukemia. He goes from a, a visit to a doctor to look at a bruise on his back to you're going to be confined to the hospital for a number of days and get a blood transfusion and, and they, wrote, they wrote a book about it. It's called Reframing Hope. And it's their journey through cancer, adoption, and love. Their love for each other, their love for God, people's love for them, and God's love for them. And it's an amazing book. And if you want to read the real-life adventures of a real-life superhero, you need to check out Reframing Hope by Travis and Whitney Creasy. Now, you can find that at www.benandtravis.com books. And that link will allow you to, to buy that book in a digital form. It'll allow you to get it at uh, on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or Books A Million. And I highly recommend that you read this little book by these two wonderful people and learn what it is to be a legit superhero. X-Man, Travis Creasy. Travis also is the guy who introduced me to the phrase, impossible is nothing. That was a motto that he had for the, the boys that he coached at Riverside Christian Academy. It was written in their, in their locker room. It was written on their publications. It was written on their hearts that impossible is nothing. Let me tell you what I learned about Impossibilities. On a different occasion with a different group of people, we were crawling around underground in Cumberland Caverns. And they had this wonderful little thing in Cumberland Caverns called Fat Man Squeeze. I'm already offended at the title. At the time, I wasn't necessarily a fat man, but I wasn't necessarily a skinny man either. I've always been kind of stocky. Uh, when uh, we were kids and we go to buy blue jeans, my brother would get slims and I would get husky. Husky is the code word for J.C. JCPenney's for your kid may be fat one day. Anyway, I'm a stocky little guy. When Jackie got Oreo, the, the, the famous Spanish water dog, they said, you describe Spanish water dogs as being a large dog in a medium body. I said, to this, I can relate anyway. I'm I'm a a large dog in a medium body, and I'm 400 feet underground, and I'm crawling through this probably an 18-inch vertical opening. Now, most of your fat man squeezes are rocks that are standing up, and you walk between them. These rocks are lying down. I'm lying on my belly, and I've got to go under this outcropping in the cave through this little divot and come back up like a seal crawling out of the ice or an otter coming into the pond. And as I start under this thing, I realize that that there may be a problem with the title Fat Man Squeeze, because I'm feeling rather squeezed. I've got people behind me heckling me. The committee inside my head is, is, is having a meeting, and according to our research, his diet has fallen below projected levels. Our projection for 170 pounds has has been modified to 180. I don't believe we're going to make this. And so you're underground. And I distinctly, and I don't panic much, but I distinctly remember having a, a, a gravel, a cave rock, sticking into my sternum and could feel the roof of the cave touching my back. And I had the realization that if the earth were so much as to sigh whimper or sneeze my head would shoot off in a direction and never be found i would be crushed alive and, and for that one brief moment you can't breathe and you either want to stop or you want to go back or well, when when you feel like you're doing something that's just impossible the last thing you want to do is freeze and the next to the last thing you want to do is back up Number one, if you're in a very tight tunnel or in a very tight cave and you start to back up, I've heard of clothing bunching up as people tried to back out and getting wrapped around their shoulders and their necks and actually pinning them, and they were inescapable at that point. They couldn't create enough wiggle room to get out. But you must remember that impossible is nothing. You see, I heard a guy named Marlon Conley years ago and he gave a, a statement, and he said, we get so caught up in the necessity that we forget about the possibility. We get so wrapped up that this is something that I have to do or a path I have to walk or something that I've got to experience, and, and the necessity overwhelms us, and it bombards us, and, and we, f- we fail to realize that impossible is nothing. And, and the reason impossible is nothing is based in, in, in Brother Connolly's statement, that we get so wrapped up in the necessity that we forget about the possibility. Christianity is counterintuitive. Go the second mile, turn the other cheek, do good to those who hate you, love your neighbors, yourself, love your enemy. When you think about the things that, that we're supposed to become, in the changes we have to make in attitude and thought and lifestyle and values and priorities and the way we interact with people, you can get so overwhelmed in comparing ourselves to who we are and comparing ourselves to God and seeing that big gap that exists. And we may throw our hands up and say, this is something I can't do. This is something that's too hard to do. This is something that is frightening to do, and I just can't do it but impossible is nothing because nothing is impossible that God has asked us to do. Now, there are things that you can't do. There are things that I can't do, but impossible is nothing, at least in our minds when we think about things being an impossibility. You can go through this teeny tiny opening. We get through things simply because we were supposed to. We're able to pass through that thing that is frightening or intimidating or devastating. And we can pass through simply because we're supposed to. You see, if if God says it is a necessity, if this is something you have to go through, This is something you have to become. This is something you have to change. If God requires it as a necessity, then by default, the possibility exists. Because God's not going to ask us to do things that we can't do. God's not going to ask us to do things He did not equip us to do. God's not going to give us a task, not going to give us a commandment that He doesn't also give us the competency impossible is nothing because you see if God has given it as a necessity he has also granted that it is a possibility keeping up with Jones the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure is sponsored by us What We sponsor ourselves? Is that even legal? Check us out on Amazon. You can have access to the titles of Pedagogue, the youth ministry book by Lonnie Jones Cognitive Spiritual Development, a Christ-centered approach to spiritual self-esteem Grappling with Life, Controlling Your Inside Space A small essay using the principles of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to talk about psychological and emotional self-defense If I Were a Mouse A children's book written and illustrated by Lonnie Jones. And then The Selfish Reel, a very short story about a decision. Also, you can check out our YouTube channel to see archived lessons and presentations from across the country. Some videos with uh, rope tricks and knots. Don't forget to visit the uh, Facebook page, 550Guys, to learn about the little rope men that we make and that we invented and that we make. And then be sure to click like, subscribe, and share. This is Keeping Up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure.